Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 924, September 16th, 2022. 94 degrees was the record high on this day, and that was in 1955. 55? And in 1873, it was 38 degrees. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. It's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. David Bliss in Sofia, Bulgaria writes... Yesterday, the crew asked, what is the minimum length of time that constitutes a road trip? Oh, yeah. The answer is simple. A road trip must be long enough to listen to at least two full episodes of Garage Logic. <laughs> less than two episodes constitutes a leisurely drive. Less than one episode is a commute or an errand. I hope that clears things up. Did you get the graphic, by the way? From David? No, there was another GLA that said Minnesota time uh, spent on the road, and oh, he's just up the street, two yeah. to five miles. Yeah. Uh, oh, he's just over there, five yeah, to just twelve. Right up there. Right, it was pretty good. Today, the uh, one of the play stories on the front of the Star Tribune is migrants made props in GOP political stunts. Uh, I don't think we can anyone can root for being cruel to people. But I, I'm having a hard time getting to that point to believe this was merely a political stunt. If you're a sanctuary state, be a sanctuary state. It is what it is. The, the biggest or the most important sentence in this really long story comes in the jump and, uh, on page five and is very near the end of the story. And it is as follows. Legislation to overhaul the nation's immigration system, which Biden introduced on his first day as president, failed to gain traction in Congress and was shelved as the administration struggled to advance the rest of its domestic agenda with tiny majorities in in both chambers. Your problem is we have elected people who aren't dealing with this problem. And a new thought occurs to me, or maybe a new way to look at an old thought. Once these people get into the third rail club, the only legislation that interests them is what might keep them in office. Mm -hmm. So you've got, you know, at least half of them, if not more, thinking, well, uh, I better better praise and welcome immigrants because that's going to keep me, that'll get me some votes. And the others, and then you have people say, "I better, I better be firm on this. We better demand uh, a, a law to secure the border because that will get me votes." Well, what what we've discovered is that neither side was able to advance that cause, and nothing has happened to legislation that was among the uh, introductions Biden made on his first day in office. Mm-hmm. They they went on to other things that secured them their power, the new green agenda and this so-called Fight Inflation Act, which does not fight inflation, it's increasing it. 
So I, I don't, uh, you know, I, I'm, I, I can be a humanitarian. Of course. And I don't want to hurt some guy from Salvador, El Salvador. Uh, but I'm really hard-pressed to believe you're here illegally anyway. Uh, apparently, you're here to wait for a, tr- a, a court hearing okay. to see if you can stay. <clears throat> I, I don't think it's, uh, whether you know or not where Martha's Vineyard is, I really don't think that's a hardship to send you there. It's pretty nice. Yeah. And you're going to end up in an army base on Cape Cod. I could think of worse places to be. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe one in Mississippi or something like that. But we're all in agreement that we have a massive problem at the border. We are, but we're not trying to get reelected. That's true. And I do think, while I don't agree with that particular millions headline. Millions and millions of people okay. have come in since Biden was elected. But millions. We don't agree with that headline, but... There is political gamesmanship going Absolutely. on here. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. And you'll find it within the verbiage of the headline, mm-hmm. the word migrant. Mm-hmm. A migrant is a person who moves from one place to another, especially in order to find work or better living conditions. Yeah. An illegal alien is a person who has entered or resides in a country unlawfully or without the country country's authorization, um, also without an immigrant visa, especially a person who crosses the border by avoiding inspection or who overstays the period of time allowed as a visitor. So what are they? Are they migrants or are they illegal aliens? Well, in the template of the modern news-gathering institution, of course, they're migrants because they're victims. They're oppressed. Well, that that proves that they are then uh, just another political propaganda arm of the Democratic Party. That's all it is. That, all that's it all is. the Star Tribune is. It really is. And uh, they've, they've uh, given this quite a bit of ink today. And uh, this Ken Burns ought to be ashamed of himself, this filmmaker Ken Burns, mm-hmm. who with each succeeding, and I've, I've admired much of his work. Oh, I yeah, thought, his I work's thought, incredible. I thought baseball was just Phenomenal. wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with each succeeding uh, film, he wishes to rub our face in the fact that we're lousy white people who've been he'll, racist. He'll make everything and anything about racism. Right. He could do a six-hour docu-series on ice cream cones, Absolutely. and I guarantee you he would turn it into <laughs> I, a, a racer. I don't uh, doubt issue. you for one moment. I would and watch on, that. And on this one now, he's saying that the uh, manipulation of these migrants to Martha's Vineyard is akin to the Holocaust. Really? Yep. Pretty strong words I, there. I bet every Jew who died under Hitler's thumb would trade that for the uh, Martha's Vineyard experience. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a very yeah. that's a accurate point. You know, yeah. we're throwing that it's around quite good, a bit Joe. lately. Yeah, I, and I disagree with it, as I told Scott Jensen. I yep. disagree with anyone. Throw, we don't live in Berlin in 1934. Yeah. I'm sorry. We're, we're, we're being far too cavalier with that expression. And Burns is just a posturing... Uh, with each succeeding film, he becomes more of a posturing and posturing caricature of the left. And again, I, I think you've done marvelous work, Ken Burns. Uh, but I, I, I have no interest in even watching his latest, which is he has managed to dream up, not dream up, he has managed to, uh, he's going to present something about the U.S. role in the Holocaust. 
So we're going to be punished in we're some way be, by him. We didn't guilty. do enough. Yeah, we should be guilty. guilty. We yeah. didn't jump in quick enough. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Uh, and he'll. Uh, I'm sure he's going to drag you Catholics uh, down oh, with yeah. it, too. You got um, a questionable pope there. Yeah, the, the whole deal. The whole deal. Um, I, my um, criticisms of him are even more, I don't know, mundane. I'm sick of his formula. I'm sick of the same 10 voices. I'm sick of the same flashback formula, the reading of the letters. I, I, I'm just, I, I, he needs a new way to do it. Did well, we go it, to Doris Kearns Goodwin on this one? That's a, that's a legitimate complaint, although it's a formula that certainly worked Yeah. when he but, kicked it off. Yeah. When he kicked it off, it was, it was mesmerizing. It was enthralling. Civil War, baseball. I love jazz. Uh, yeah, Lewis and Clark. That was a good Lewis one. and Clark. I love them. But with each one, he just taking more and more liberties to chastise us as a foul group of people. So bleep you, Ken. I went with you for a long time, but you've crossed my line. Oh, that was it. Yeah. He's done. Yeah, I, I'm not looking forward to his admonishments about the U.S. role in the Holocaust. The U.S. was not imprisoning and killing people. And he'll come up with some reason why we we knew about it and we didn't do anything and what on we have? and on and on. Well, let's challenge Ken Burns. I, I want his uh, next next documentary to be America. What a great country. Never a chance. <laughs> no, of in course fact, it won't. you not agreeing with him, Ken Burns would call you racist. Well, well, did he? Didn't he essentially obvious, do that it? with the national parks? He was saying this is a great place with the national parks, but they've got to be racist in somehow, in some way. Racist trees, tree equity. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Where's my time uh, card? I'm watching uh, the Grand <laughs> Tour. Just no, like a new episode came out. Uh, what were you talking about? Uh, trees? I a, no, I got a nice note. Let me find it. I had a nice note about Schmel's countryside. Where is it? It's an email. Guy said he had a great experience there, and when he mentioned the GL podcast, they threw $500 off at him. Jeez. What? Well, that was the gist of the email. I can't presently find it. I think you just spilled the whole beans. But I did not know that. Schmel's, he didn't tell me that they were offering 500 bucks off. If you mention the podcast, but you know what I would do? I'd try it. Why not? Why right. not? See right. what it gets you. I can't, I'm not saying they're doing that. I'm just saying try it. Who knows? You have confirmation from one devoted one, listener. One listener, and I apologize. Where did I put the email? I bet it's in your pile. Uh, no. Um, was it I, the next one? I had it with these. Uh, You're kind of out of sorts. Schmel's Countryside is on the corner of Highway 36 and 61 in Maplewood, a multi-generational dealership. Uh, great service, great people. The only way they can stay in business is to provide the great service and the great people because mm-hmm. they don't own 50 stores. Right. This is it. And there's a family of Volkswagen SUVs in stock now, the Taos with uh, all-wheel drive. And that's old stuff, Chris. Yeah. An IQ drive advanced safety system to the family size seven-passenger Atlas with 5,000-pound towing capability. The Volkswagen ID4 named the 2021 World Car of the Year. Schmel's Countryside. Check out the inventory and you try it. Just mention the Garage Logic podcast. I'm not saying they're offering anything. I'm saying an emailer, a GLer, experience that. There you go. So maybe you'll have your same good luck. Details at schmelzvw.com. 
If you are in the mood for new floors, and I'm talking about your kitchen floor, maybe your living room floor, basement, carpet, vinyl, whatever the case may be, I've got one word for you, and that's Redmond's. Redmond's Flooring and Design Center, located in Anoka for the past half a century, has been pleasing customers with their design, with their execution, and with their products. Now, they're not going to do this overnight. There are overnight companies out there, but that's not the Redmond style. Slow and steady wins the race because this is going to be a decision you're going to have to live with for a long time. Brand new floors in the kitchen, living room, master bedroom, whatever the case may be. You can picture it because at the design center, they're going to show you what it's going to look like. 763-316-3332. Better yet, go to Redmond's, R-E-D-M-A-N-N-S.com, and I'll tell you what. Mike and the crew over there have been doing wonderful work for families just like yours. It's a pretty big investment, and it's a big change to your life. So slow and steady it with Redmond's Flooring and Design. Again, over 50 years, they work with Mohawk, which is the premier name in carpeting. So that's top of the line. That's right off the bat. You're in good shape. Uh, look at the reviews. Poke around their website, redmonds.com, R-E-D-M-A-N-N-S.com, and please let them know that the Rook sent you. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. Nell writes, We have a 2001 Chevy passenger van, aptly named Lucky Blue. It is the only vehicle that we've ever owned that has not hit a deer, or a deer (laughs) has hit us. Uh, It's in pretty good shape considering its 21-year age and the 258,000 miles, but sometimes... The check engine light comes on to utterly annoy us. Being avid listeners of GL, we took the advice of GLers and dumped a can of seafoam in to make the light go away. Much to our surprise and delight, the light went away. What do we say when that happens? Viola. Viola. (laughs) So now we're on the quest to get a can of Deep Creep to try on its hard-to-shut doors. Hmm, where to find it? Fratellones? But that's another commercial. Uh, Thanks for your note, Nell. The very first job I tasked Seafoam Deep Creep with was a creaky pickup tailgate. A couple of squirts three years ago, and that gate remains free, easy, true, and delightful. you got to give it a shot. And whether it's Deep Creep, Top Engine Cleaner, Tranny Tune, or any one of the variations of the engine treatment, you're going to find... You're going to find it wherever fine automotive chemicals are sold, or grocery stores or convenience stores, barbershops, meat markets. Oh, my God. I just, this is a brilliant marketing scheme, Such. They should be selling seafoam wherever men gather, barbershops, right. meat markets, etc. Saloons. Oh, that's a wonderful <laughs> idea. Yeah. Anyhow, a local company, a global reach, a true miracle, seafoam. It was all over the news last night, and it's all over today's newspaper that uh, Attorney General Keith Ellison has awakened himself uh, to investigate (laughs) Merwin's Liquor and Winter Gas Station over on Lindale and Broadway uh, because too much crime happens in that vicinity. No. Mm -hmm. And uh, This should anger every single taxpayer of the state of Minnesota. Especially the Reverend Tim. Yep. The investigation aims to see whether the businesses are taking any steps to address the repeated violent crime occurring outside their buildings, oh, or no. if they're turning a blind eye. Oh, Within God. the last week or so, eight people were shot in the area, which was left riddled with bullets. Let me oh. stop right there. Oh, my God. Uh, these, the, the Mysterians, these extraordinary leftists like Ellison, 
they're incapable of holding the individual responsible. Yep. And and he doesn't know how to wrestle with or even perhaps acknowledge the decline of moral and ethical integrity. But it's not the it's not the responsibility of a liquor store owner or the owner of a gas station to to monitor the behavior of young hoodlums. <clears throat> and but that's what's attempting to be done here. We're attempting to blame the liquor store and blame the gas station because these people are incapable of putting the blame where it should be on the upbringing of these thugs, period. There's mm-hmm. no other answer for it. Plus, where are the violence interrupters? Well, that's what I was going to get to right. because there is a statement from Merwin Liquors on that very thing. Well, could you, would you uh, give it to me, please? Because I have an idea for the violence interrupters. This is from Karen Scullin of Fox 9. I saw it this morning as well. Quote, Merwin Liquors, Minneapolis, is excited to announce our new partnership with... We Push for Peace, a Minneapolis-based nonprofit organization. We Push for Peace will assume all staffing, security, and community engagement responsibilities at the store located at 700 West Broadway. Okay, but I don't know if Push for Peace is the same as the violence interrupters. I think they might be affiliated because you'll recall the gentleman that was involved with We Push for Peace knocked a guy out in front of a Target store. You remember that story we t- we discussed right, and I continue yeah. to tell you that I'm I think you know we have so many of these organizations true yep that I think violence interrupters remember they got the seven and a half mil I don't know if push for peace got any dough at all I can look look that but up. here's here's what I would suggest why not uh, you you've paid them uh, amounts of money that we have no abil- ability to track or discover if it's accomplished anything. Right. Why don't you demand that the violence interrupters patrol that area? It's it not make Merwin's sense. problem. That would make sense. It's not Winner's problem. It's not Merwin's problem. You've already got money on the table for your so-called violence interrupters. Where mm-hmm. are they? Why don't you use them? Yeah, what are they doing? But Ellison's not capable of uh, understanding the true nature. We Push for problem. Peace is a nonprofit organization that was started by Tran Pollard to be a resource and advocate to those in the inner city. On a broader scale, our mission is in the name of the organization, and our services range from assisting communities in need, local businesses, or youth or local municipalities. Fine. That's different from the violence interrupters. Right. Just wanted to clarify. Uh, I would uh, caution us on this topic. What do you mean? Uh, well, I went to uh, you, uh, because the Reverend Tim has brought up these two places frequently, yeah, a lot. So I went to his Twitter account and he responded to Jim Schultz for Attorney General, who mm-hmm. tweeted 19 hours ago, "Unclear what world Keith Ellison is living in now. Small business owners are the ones at fault for the violent crime resulting from his failed policies." I have a simple proposal. Maybe Ellison should just do his job. Okay, that was Jim Schultz 19 right. hours ago. Uh, The Reverend Tim responded, and these are Tim's words, and I'm going to read them word for word. Mm -hmm. Slow it down, Jim. If if this is a bit over your head, I can break it down for you. When drugs are being sold out of your store, yes, Jim, that owner is responsible. Well, then the Reverend Tim apparently is comfortable claiming that drugs are being sold out. Uh, is he implying that they're sold inside the story? I'm not going to try to. I'm just going to let his words Get speak him on for the line, him, Chris. Speak for himself. Call Reverend Tim. But I know that he has had an issue with these two places for years. If the drugs are being sold inside the store, Tim has a point. 
Okay. If they're being sold on the corner in front of the store, Tim has no point. It's not the owner's fault. It would be the owner's fault if on aisle three they're selling fentanyl to each other. Mm. Well, I doubt this is an item that's stocked. No, I know, but if he's allowing people to go (laughs) in the store. You're right. right. Yep. uh, I'm using the power of my office to take new approaches to stemming the epidemic of gun violence. This is Allison. We have, uh, like we have done to keep tenants safe from problem property owners, uh, we are applying the laws in ways it's not commonly been applied before uh, to solve persistent problems and keep people safe. Ellison said companies or properties that turn a blind eye to gun violence and other threats to public safety happening on their premises need to know we are watching and will act. I I, I still take issue with them. Companies and properties that turn a blind eye. Well, apparently they haven't turned a blind eye because they are repeatedly and routinely calling the police. Why do you think there's so many response calls there? One of the right. last times that the Reverend was with us, and Kenny, you might remember better than me, he did call for the closure of what, was that the station he had called for the closure of that you recall? I know he's had a, an issue with Merwin's. Okay. Because I did, now that once Kenny read that from the Reverend, I do remember him saying that once on the show. But I don't know if, he's, if it's, if it's the same station he's referring un, to. Until we get him on the air, we've got to be careful with the whole slander thing here. So Correct. Let's, let's, what are we slandering? We're not yet. We're well, good. Who, We're who's stu- even in the target zone? <clears throat> the two uh, th- those two businesses. And right, also- I'm defending the two businesses. Right, okay, cool, cool. Dave, what business is it of theirs? And if you if you closed Merwin's Liquor Store, I believe they're a chain, aren't they? There's other Merwin's Liquors around. I think so. I, I believe they're a chain. But if you close Merwin's Liquor, you don't think the bad guys will just hang out some other place that has lighting? Well, who's kidding who here? The uh, the uh, did you see how conveniently Ellison slipped in the idea that we're going to do this just the way we've kept tenants safe from problem property owners? Mm. How about problem tenants? Yeah, there's only one Merwin's. I thought there was others. I could be wrong. So Broadway and Lindale. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, well, the attorney. Oh, wait. There's one on Rice Street in St. Yep, Paul. One on Larpenter. You're right, Such. Yeah. You're right. You're yeah. right. The attorney general's announcement comes one day after Fox 9's Karen Scullin met with Sanctuary Covenant Church, which is located across the street from the two businesses, and started a petition to support to have the city look into the businesses after they say the shootings and drug use are worse than ever. They have five stores. Why is it there? Why is it the? Is that him? I I shot him a text message and also left him a voicemail. Why is that their fault? It, it but this is this is the political class. The closer you get to the country's tallest buildings, there are no criminals. These are victims of oppression. And obviously, let's look around. Who are they victimized by? Well, it must be the owner of this gas station and the owner of this liquor store because they're the two most convenient properties we can identify. So therefore, they're the oppressors. Right. So let's blame them. They're not keeping they're not keeping things uh, up and above and beyond the uh, rule of law. And the other thing that <clears throat> What a bunch of BS. The, the the only other thing too to mention is Keith Ellison doesn't get the benefit of the doubt here. 
He just doesn't. Sorry. No, He's I been ineffective do. in his role since he took office. Yeah, that's a good point. Including yeah. going after businesses when they when they opened for a few hours during the pandemic. This guy's a fraud. Sorry. He does not deserve the benefit of the doubt. We're at a place now where the violence is continuing to escalate, while at the same time, the owners of the two businesses, the liquor store and the gas station, they seem uninterested in doing anything more than making money, said Sanctuary Covenant Church Pastor Edrin Williams. Well, sir, B as in B, S as in S. Why is it their responsibility to improve the behavior of a gangster? Sanctuary Covenant Church moved to West Broadway in Lindale five years ago. Uh, they both say Merwin's and the neighboring Winners ga- uh, gas. The shootings and drug use is worse than ever. Thank you. You're you're starting to understand your own problems, sir. Why? And I heard someone quoted on the news last night, a very lovely young woman from the neighborhood who said, this used to be a thriving business area. Mm-hmm. Okay, what happened? It slipped away. Well, you got no prosecution. You got the likes of Keith Ellison. You've got people in roles of judicial authority who think criminals are victims. What do you think happened, people? The left has taken over your city. We need to find out if Merwin's has actually done anything to get. Oh, you've got the Reverend Tim. Reverend's with us. Reverend Tim. Christopher. Reverend Tim. Good, 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 good afternoon. Good afternoon. Why uh, 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 do you are you implying that Merwin's Liquor allows drugs to be sold inside the store? There are there are elements um, uh, that drug drugs and things of that sort has been um, sold. Uh, around that area. Yeah, but I'm asking you a specific question. Are they sold inside Merwin's liquor store? Uh, they could be. They could be. They could be changing hands as as you got people in there buying stuff. They could be uh, in there changing hands. So you would hold uh, the owner of Merwin's liquor store responsible for the behavior of these young people. Uh, the behavior of the people who comes in his in the store. Uh, we know what type of people that, that come in and out of that store. Can they regulate the people to come in there? Sure, he can. He can. He can make it known. He can make it known that he's not going to put up with. You know, you got people outside the store that don't uh, outside in the parking lot that don't want to be seen by cameras, and his store is being used to pass. Uh, to pass drugs, uh, so they they're not getting caught on the cameras on the outside. Okay, so you close Merwin's, they'll move down the street, and someplace else will become responsible. I, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm not in favor. I'm. I'm not in favor of closing Murray's. Mm-hmm. What I'm in favor of doing is, is getting it under control. They know that there's drugs being sold. On that location. What do you want that, the owner that, to do? What do you want the owner to do? Well, what the owner can do is get after the city, right? So we went down there, and, and I even had a Republican rep with me when I went to Maury, Maury to have a conversation with the owner after one of his employees was shot. Mm-hmm. Now, you would think that he would be... He would care, 
want to be responsible for his, his employee who was shot. We had him on the phone, Joe. And the guy acted like he didn't care. Like, he can't bring in extra security. He can't get after the city and say, look, I've got a business here. You, I, I need your help. I, I need something, some way, somehow to help me. When they put the cameras up in the parking lot, Joe, it helps. People stay away. They don't want to be seen. Let's uh, but, let's step back and take, let's step back and take a larger look at this. There are residents in the area uh, who say this was a thriving area a few years ago. What happened? Well, let's look at what happened. You've got nothing but extreme leftists running the city, and they think criminals are the victims. They don't prosecute them. They don't arrest them. There's no bail. There's no consequences. That's what's happened in the last 5, 10, 15, 20 years. That's exactly what's happened. Yeah, but the, the businesses in that area, Joe, who don't come down there, the people who own these businesses who don't come down there to make any type of noise. Um, Murray's Liquor could have easily got all the business owners in that area and said, hey, let's get something done here. Let's get the news out in front of this. Let, let's get somebody, the people in the, the neighborhood, um, are ready to step up. To do but what? They need someone to, to um, get in front of this situation. To do what? How are you going to, to correct the behavior? There's a decline of moral and ethical behavior. What are you well, going to do to improve it? What would you do, Such? Uh, I would in, I would uh, inform the public that my belief is it is not the responsibility of a private business to control the behavior that began to go haywire from the time the kid was born. But, I mean, if you're running Merwins and you're seeing what's going on in your parking lot— you as a business owner, what would you do? I'd have to hire more security. Well, you'd have to do something yeah. to chase chase some the hell out of it. I'd have to hire more security. They're going to have to well, do business elsewhere. And that's what we're saying, Joe. Only thing he has to do is go to the city and say, I want these cameras up 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I do not want these cameras out of my parking lot. Ever. That's what he has to do. But he won't do that. It's what I'm telling you. We, we've, we've, we've asked him, told him. He, he will not do that. Who, That's all he has to do, Joe. And I guarantee you, those cameras work. Okay, whose camera? Whose camera? Whose cameras are these? The cities? They're the cities. They're, they're, they're the police. They're the police cameras. And, and those. Why would the owner of Merwin's object to the presence of the cameras? I don't think he's objected to it. I just don't think that that's something that he care about going out and get. Just like just like his employees say, he don't never show up there. Let me let me. That family that family's got like nine different locations. You think they really care about one location that they're going to go and spend their time there? Let me no. see if I can let me see if I can get to the to the bottom of this because Joe's having a hard time understanding this. No, I'm not. Well, no, no, I think you are, Such. Hold on, Joe. Just hang on. The reason I'm going to guess, being this the, the owner of this particular business at that particular single store, one of the reasons that he might not be interested in putting up cameras is he's going to drive away what little business is actually coming into his store, knowing that 
Ma and Pa suburb aren't driving to North Broadway to go purchase alcohol at but, Merwin Liquors. Wait a minute before you answer, Reverend. Are people from the suburbs coming in to that parking lot to pick up their goodies and then go back home to the suburbs? Is that where they're making purchases? You know what I'm saying? Pretty Not much liquor. Right there on the corner. Yeah. Like right there on the corner. That's they what just I thought. Drive up, get what they want, and jump back up on 94. But yep. That liquor store makes a lot of money. A lot of people buy uh, liquor. Black people buy liquor at that store. Oh, they're making money. Believe you me. What does that have to do with anything? Well, that's because that might be the reason, Joe, he doesn't want the cameras installed. Is be, And I'm not agreeing with his decision. What I'm saying is he knows that if he puts those up, the people that are there are going to vanish and they're going to go spend their dollars elsewhere. Well, let, let's establish something. Are there cameras up there right now, Tim? No. Well, okay. No if you want me to be in favor of cameras, I certainly can be. Are we, Reverend, are we talking about those cameras that are mounted on poles that are mounted on tiny yep. little trailers? That's right. Okay, so, yeah, I've, I've seen those around the south side quite a bit. Yep. They work. They work. They yep. work. But you know what? The city don't leave them there long enough for them to work. What do they do? They bring in people to plant flowers and put them in flower pots <laughs> to put in, in the parking lot like that's going to do something. I don't think that'll help. Well, Such- it don't. Such, we agree. Joe, we do agree that an owner needs to do his due diligence to keep crime out of his parking lot and, and out of the you know the front step of his business, right? Well, then and what I, would it take to get the cameras? And I think what we're saying here, Joe, is he's not doing the due diligence. Mm-hmm. He's an absentee owner, owner that doesn't of the care. Gas station. I, I don't. I don't know anything about that gas station other than I, I know where it's at. Yeah, it's the same thing as a homeowner. If a homeowner's got a business run out of his house and it's a drug business, wouldn't wouldn't he have to clean it up? Have you heard of this violence interrupters program? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Why don't they install the violence interrupters there on twenty four hour a day guard duty and they can just come and go and each take separate shifts? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. They, yeah. They, well, they're getting yeah, seven and a half million, I want Tim. You to believe that, Joe. Yeah. I want you to believe that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, 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 Tim, I realize I'm being facetious. The violence interrupters haven't interrupted anything. Right. Exactly. Right. Reverend, is there a relationship between the violence interrupters and the organization known as We Push for Peace? They know each other. Okay. I'll put it that way. Look, I think I asked a valid question earlier, and you didn't answer it. I want you to answer it for me. What's uh, the question? When you interview residents of that neighborhood, they all say, what happened? This was a very viable, thriving commercial district just a few years ago. What happened? Okay, Tim, you tell me what happened. What happened was, Joe, is business left. When the business left, they did not bring in anything to replace the little business that they did have down there. And when people were moving here, and, and let, 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 let me, I'm, I'm going to say this plain as day. When people came here from your Indiana, when people came here from your Chicago, when these gangs that could not make it in the big city decided to move down here and start up, they took over. <laughs> okay. And a lot of businesses start seeing that. Why did the businesses leave that left? The people that left, why did they leave? 
they, uh, everybody saw what's coming. We, we, we all saw this happen. I mean, if you if you were down there in the street, you, you see things going crazy. You see the bus stops being taken over um, by drug dealers, by, by druggies, users. Uh, you start seeing trash all over the place. You go down there to the uh, um, Walgreens parking lot. It looks like a dumpster. Somebody just turned over one of those big, huge green dumpsters. Tim, 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 you're resting my case. Uh, These are young people who are not being held responsible for their actions by the city authorities. Yes. No, I. Well, there's your problem. No, that is the problem. You know, you're right. I'm I'm not saying you're not wrong at all. Yeah, nobody's disagreeing with this, Joe. That's a huge part of the problem. A lot of these kids who are running around here now that nobody knows what to do with, that they brought this guy in, Alex, this Cedric Alexander in, yeah. who's supposed to clean it all up and make everything better, he don't have a clue. None <laughs> of them have a clue. You know what we need to do? Hmm. We need to open Totem Town and put these kids in a facility and rehabilitate them and help them. We That's used to have a Totem do. Town. That's the only way this is going to get better. That's it. Question for you, Rev. I think uh, I, I think Joe and I had a different reaction when we heard about um, uh, Ellison cracking down on these two businesses. What was your reaction when you heard this? He don't feel that he's safe in this election. <laughs> you break you, you, That's you get one right hell of a good answer Robert. you get right to the point because i was going to say well it's about time ellison that was my reaction and of course joe had a completely different reaction but i i think yours yours uh that was a home run my friend that was a home run yeah it's it's, it's the heat it's the heat of this election because this could have been done this could have been done when when two people were shot there yeah. It could have been done when, when, when the girl when the girl was shot over in in the parking lot of Walgreens. Yeah. This, this this could have been this could have been done when when the people were shot at the gas station. This this could have been done years ago. Right. Tim, I always appreciate your time. Yeah. Yes, sir. Thank you guys for having me, like always. Best of luck. Thanks, Thanks Tim. Thanks, Reverend. Thank All you. All righty. As you examine these times. Uh, just get back under your own roof, mm-hmm. take care of your own family, and get an estate plan. And we have an official estate planning legal team in Garage Logic, Eckberg Lammers. They're a full service legal firm. They've served the legal needs of individuals and businesses for more than seventy years. Mm-hmm. And you want that? You don't when you when you buy the farm, yep. you don't want the courts to handle your stuff. No, I have a plan. You you have a chair box, for example. Yes. You don't want that just given away to I don't anybody. Want that. I don't want that sitting in the Walgreens parking Dumpster. lot. Dumpster. Yeah. They work with people like you. Eckberg Lammers works with people like you. And if you don't think you need estate planning, think again. You all have belongings. We're all going to leave this veil of tears. If you don't have a plan in place for your family, the courts will decide that for you. You don't want that. The estate planning team at Eckberg Lammers can help you make sure your estate will transition smoothly the way you want. Make an appointment with them and take care of this today. I've done it. It's terribly, 
terribly important. Call 651-439-2878 or visit Eckberg Lammers at EckbergLammers.com. If you're thinking about making a switch in the quality of your water, might I recommend my friends at Hofferman Water, an independent water treatment dealer, by the way. They offer sales, service, and rental for Connecticut water treatment systems. That includes water softeners, which I have one in my home, and it's fantastic. They also include iron, rust, and odor filtration systems, and I'm having my drinking water system installed as we speak right now. Listen, a new system from Connecticut can do so many things that other water softeners just simply cannot do. It's going to cut down on your salt usage, but it's also going to protect your appliances. Because bad water will affect almost every aspect of your home. Once that new system from Connecticut is installed, your showers instantly become better. So does your laundry, and not to mention your drinking water. So please get in touch with my friends at Hofferman Water today. I am a proud customer of Connecticut and of Hofferman Water, and I know that you will be too. Call them today, 952-894-4040, or just visit them online at HoffermanWater.com. It's Hofferman Water, who have been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Please let them know that you heard about them on the Garage Logic podcast. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Suchere. Another week left for the Labor Day Liberty Limited Edition Flag Safe Sale at Maple Grove Lock and Safe, 6901 East Fish Lake Road in Maple Grove. Three offerings. Uh, the Centurion 24, Textured Wife, 40-minute... Uh, did I say Textured Wife? I think, think so. <laughs> uh, the best yeah. kind. Yeah, textured White with a 40-minute fire rating, the Colonial 23 flag safe, and the Colonial 50 flag safe. They're both gloss white with 75-minute fire ratings, electronic locks, door panels, single outlets for power. The real deal. They're also on sale. Uh, The Liberty brand, we all know, the best-built brand of safes here on the planet, on the globe. And they're made by us, Americans in the United States of America, and offered, uh, offered locally at Maple Grove Lock and Safe. Stop in, say hi to the owner, Rich. Ask him what the hell the deal is with your uh, spokesperson on GL. He's open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Like I said, they're at 6901 East Fish Lake Road in Maple Grove. On the web, maplegrovelockandsafe.com. Earlier I mentioned that an emailer told me they had a great experience at Schmelz Countryside. You did. They got 500 bucks off when they mentioned GL. I did not want you to think I was making that up. I found the email. It's from Justin Underwood who writes, Joe, just thought I'd drop a note to tell you what a great experience I had at Schmelz today. Great folks all around, and I got a $500 discount when Woo! I mentioned the podcast, and he copied me on, a, uh, on an image of the paperwork that showed that. Schmelz has not told me that's part of the deal, but I'd give it a try if I were you. You are just relaying the information from the listener. That's all I I, uh, I believe that you had that email. I, don't, I didn't, I I didn't need proof of that. Back to uh, Lindale and, and Broadway and the Sanctuary Covenant Church, which seems to have a large, well, uh, obviously they have an invested interest in uh, keeping this area crime-free. Uh, Sanctuary Covenant Church moved to West Broadway in Lindale five years ago. They say both Merwins and the neighboring winners' gas, the shootings, and drug use is worse than ever. Within the last week or so, the corner was riddled with bullets with eight people shot. Well, you know my answer to that is uh, criminals are not suffering consequences. 
The church said it has yet to receive help from the violence interrupters with the city's Office of Violence Prevention. That's the biggest, one of the biggest scams that's come post-George Floyd. I would say the biggest scam. this BS about violence interruption. I have made inquiries as to why or the violence interrupters have not been visible at our corner, and I have not received an answer, said Andrea Lee with the Sanctuary Covenant Church. She said, hmm. I have not received a satisfactory answer. Shocking. Hmm, isn't that amazing? It is. With help from the Hennepin County Attorney's Office and local law enforcement, the Attorney General intends to see if Merwin Liquors and Winter Gas are maintaining or permitting unlawful public nuisance activity on their properties or taking steps to address the problem. People who have seen unlawful behavior at these locations are encouraged to call the Attorney's General's office or fill out a form online. Oh, I'm sure a lot yeah, of people do that. that. Yeah. Yeah. So this violence interrupter thing is a scam. And I hope Cedric Alexander, the new commissioner of public safety, gets to the bottom of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure Cedric the entertainer will. But he at least shows that he has somewhat of an interest to actually make change here, doesn't he? Yes. At least gives the impression. I think so. I and think and so. Reverend nailed it. The only reason Ellison's doing anything is he he realizes he's losing this battle right now. That was a funny line. That's absolutely correct. Yeah. Jim Schultz would make a far better attorney general than Keith Ellison, who's in a, a partisan hack. Why did he run again? What did he say he was going to do? Remember originally Ellison, his first time Oh, well, he's going to make uh, Minnesota a, an abortion sanctuary. Oh, no. This was like two years ago when he ran. Oh, I don't know. I can't remember. He was going to fight something. I forget. It's escapes. Oh, me. they're okay. all fighters, man. Yeah, they all are fighting for the uh, the team. <laughs> they like to fight. Yep. <laughs> well, interrupt that violence. Yeah, let's do it. I'm sorry, you've reached the. That'd be a funny Morgan Qe Will Slattery bit. I'm sorry, you've reached the offices of violence interrupters. All lines are occupied right now. We'll Please be hold. with you as yeah. soon as possible. With the pre-recorded Peaceful. message, what right. would the daily office hours of the violence interrupters be? Our office hours vary. Monday through Thursday, yeah. 11 to 1. Right. And then Friday's lunch. Off. Yeah, right. <laughs> Included. Right. Why don't you put one of those together? A Morgan? No, just you do it. Okay. I can do that. Hi. You reached the violence uh, office of violence interrupters. We're out if if we're not out busy interrupting some violence right now, we'll get back to you as soon as possible. I got it. I, I got you. Want me to help yeah, you I some more? See <laughs> <laughs> that great motorcycle chase is on. Where I are mentioned they going? it yesterday. Did you and, get in trouble uh, by the way for revealing that? Did that emailer get back no, to you? No, in fact Steve Frank? Steve uh, emailed me today and sent me a picture of some guys performing major surgery on a nineteen forty Zundap. They're rebuilding ahead. In the parking lot. It's hot every night on the chase. Tomorrow we head to Rolia, Missouri on Route 66. So far, my 1942 WLA Harley is running fine. Hmm. All right. You can follow that, GLers. And what were the rules? The bike had to be between yeah. what years was it again? It's uh, 1930 30 and 1960. Hmm. Yeah. Governor Walls. You could sell a lot of what was the, what's the what was the phrase you used, Kenny, about the Harley Davidson? You could sell a lot of floor dry if you just followed those guys along. Um, well, he wants a truck full of seafoam to follow him. That's true too. Yeah. Say, uh, climate change will be the topic of discussion this morning, or was the topic of discussion this morning? Governor Tim Walls and Lieutenant Governor Penny F Peggy Flanagan 
And other leaders unveiled a new climate plan at Ecolab in Egan. One of the main goals was to protect the state's environment. The plan has been in the works since 2019, and the public was recently able to weigh in. The plan lays out goals to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. It also lays out actions state leaders and Minnesotans can take to prepare for a warmer planet. I don't know what the temperature is supposed to be. Do you? No. It's kind of a cool day today, it's isn't kind it? Of, it's dynamic. It's always changing. Local climatologists say Minnesota has already experienced some effects of climate change. With the heavier rain and warmer winters we've been seeing. We've, we, we're in desperate need of rain, mm-hmm. by the way. Isn't yeah, that ironic? We, we need rain. We don't have any rain. But many climatologists say it's not too... Climatologists, they cannot get next Wednesday's forecast correct. They're going to tell me what it's going to be in 100. Right. This is just utter nonsense. We only have 12 years, Joe. But many climatologists say it's not too late to turn things around. It's never too late. Never too Maybe late. Maybe that's the ray of hope you take from the hysterians. We still have time, it's even though we don't have any time. It's never too late. I see. It's never too late. The time to act late. is now. But it's, it's not too late. But I thought we have an end. Twenty was twelve uh, years. Twelve years. What are we down to? Twelve years. The World Meteorological Organization put out a report this year that says there's a 50-50 chance that the annual average global temperature temporarily reaching 1.5 degrees centigrade above the pre-industrial level for at least one of the next five years. That isn't science. That's roulette wheel. Right. It's yes or no. It either is or it's not going to. Uh, Climatologists say that's a lot of additional heat. According to the report, 1.5 degrees centigrade of warming climate impacts will become increasingly severe. Climatologists say if we get to 2 degrees centigrade of warming, there would be even worse impacts, and those would be much harder to deal with. But we have time! Right. And it's probably reached that before at some point. You know, science is always a little bit imperfect. Really? But it is a way of understanding the world. And when you have so much agreement among scientists, it really tells you that we're on to something, says climatologist Kenny Blumenfeld. Hey, we must be on to something. We all agree with each right, other. Right. That's not science. State leaders say the plan being revealed today is just the first step needed to slow climate change. Oh. This is all wrong. Oh. I shouldn't be up here. No, she no shouldn't. you shouldn't. I should be you back in school creep. on the other side of the ocean. <laughs> Yet you all come to us young people for hope. What a poor kid. Wow, what, poor whatever kid. happened to her? Did She's she... being deprived of her childhood. She's just a She shouldn't be prop. up there. Joe? Uh, she shouldn't be. She up. shouldn't be up there. She absolutely shouldn't be up Mm-mm. there. Uh, I hope to God she has an electric bike. She better never be seen with anything gas-powered, if you know what I'm saying. I, think I know what you mean. Greta Thunberg. Yeah. Well, she sailed across the ocean. She'd have to her. sail back and yep. then find her way all the way to EcoFun Motorsports. If you're eco-conscious, can you hitchhike? Because it's technically not your vehicle. How would you hitchhike across the ocean? No, once she got here, I'm saying. Uh, no, in the that, no, you'd still be in an evil fossil fuel That's true. Okay. Fuel it's all or none. I want, I want a burning none. vehicle. I want to know what the rules are. She could get to the new uh, EcoFund store in Forest Lake yeah. on Highway 97 immediately west after you get off uh, Interstate 35 or the new location in Burnsville on the service road of life off 35W. 
full of electric bikes, the scooters that turn every urban errand into adventure, the youth recreational equipment, youth ATVs, helmets, apparel, service. My brother just picked up the scooter. He said that uh, that maybe uh, it's a little small for him because when he looks in the rearview mirrors, all he sees is his shoulders. <laughs> so I said, well, you call Tim Bloom. He'll get that taken care yes. of for you. Uh, Does he have the... Does he have them out far enough, the mirrors? Well, I could look at it, too, and maybe fix it for him. Mm. Uh, but he's a pretty good mechanic. He's got a little bit of the knack. Uh, this is EcoFun Motorsports. Forest Lake in Burnsville. Great service and great people. And a great uh, great website at EcoFunMotorsports.com. Perfect event for a spiral light candle is basically any event. Just a housewarming gift, might be a birthday, anniversary, whatever the case may be. Check them out online at spiralightcandles.com. You'll see a list of several different sizes, several different colors, and many different scents. Now, this business was started in the garage in 2017, uh, and the uh, Todd and the whole family are doing a fantastic job of selecting where they're actually for sale. They're always for sale online, so any of you garage logicians, no matter where you are living, you can go to spiralightcandles.com, and you can pick up, uh, I'm not sure if they still have the mini donut or if they're sold out. That's why you get in touch with them. I know they have the cylinder index candle. You don't need the special handshake or the wink. All you have to do is go to the website, spiralightcandles.com. If you were lucky enough to see them at the fair, you realize that these candles are not boring candles. Stop burning boring candles and check out the spiral light candles that burn in a circular motion. It's pretty neat. You can check them out online. There's a little video to see exactly what you're going to get, but you're not going to be disappointed. I can guarantee you that. Check them out, spiralightcandles.com. Let them know you heard it on the Garage Logic podcast from Rook. What do you say, Patrick? How are you, sir? Fine. Not quite as nice a day to go make a phone call as it was. No, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm still going to make one. Uh, you're going to still make a phone I'll call? I'll make a okay, phone that's call. Good. Yeah. That's good. All right. Yeah. It's, uh, but I'll be watching my bit. twins take on the mighty uh, Guardians. Uh, the Guardians, we started that. I think we're at. We're into that game by like 6 o'clock, right? Uh, 6 they got their best. They got their best pitcher going, Tristan McKenzie, this skinny little guy. He looks like a right-handed Tommy Hall, but yeah. uh, he's uh, he's been really good. Twins knocked him around twice early, but not the last time. And uh, they they got the same three guys that uh, shut our boys down last week going. I don't know. A rise pinch hit yesterday, so maybe they can get him back in the lineup. And, uh, and uh, Polanco was... Polanco's playing in St. Paul tonight. I would think we need him more in Cleveland, but uh, the Twins. But uh, he's apparently doing a rehab tonight to see if he can get through a game in St. Paul. Okay, but if you can get through a game, (laughs) what difference does it make where you try the rehab? I think they don't want to make a roster move if he goes out there and gets hurt. Maybe you get hurt less in the major in the minor leagues. Could be. Maybe the same uh, injury no, doesn't hurt no. as much. I think if they if they were to add Polanco to the roster, then they would have to like send out this Palacios, and then if right if he can't play, then they would. Uh, 
you know, if, if Polanco tells them he's still sore and can't play, then they can't call that guy up for 10 days. I don't think. I don't know how that works. Pat, I was going to ask you, because I saw, you know, McKenzie had been pitching better of late. And the reason I wanted to ask you this is he's another first-round pick by Cleveland, another pitcher they've developed in-house. Isn't that what our guys were supposed to do when they took over this club? Yeah, they, uh, they've been a little lagging. There's no doubt about it. Uh, but uh, Varlin has popped his head up. And then, of course, they figured out now not to have him available to pitch till the next double play and then doubleheader, which is tomorrow. But, uh, you know, I, yeah, they have not, uh, they have not uh, done well uh, in that area. That is for certain. This Belazovich, who's been in St. Paul all year and was the guy they were talking about three years ago, he was just god-awful for like five months. I couldn't figure out why they were keeping him, but he's pitching pretty good lately. Maybe, maybe, maybe patience is going to pay off with that guy, but, uh, we get Bailey over tonight. He's only missed about the last four months with a sore something. I don't even know what it was. But when you got to take a guy uh, who hasn't pitched for four months and throw him into your rotation, you're a little short, to say the least. And no, uh, really no chance of Buxton in the foreseeable five no, games. No, he's not even. We, we, you, know, you know how he got a mention, I guess, yesterday from the manager, but uh, – it, it now it's, it hasn't become snow like when he just like disappeared and nobody mentioned him for six weeks or something. Well, he's in the dugout but, last night. Uh, snow? Yeah, no, uh, Buxton. Uh, Buxton, no, no. But what I'm saying, no, Buxton hasn't. But I'm saying right. them talking about him. Right. They never, you know, they you knew, hey, your your guy, you know, Where is he? They just they just lost it. But this guy is. You know, unless one of the reporters remembers to ask the question about every four days, uh, the idea that Buxton's coming back doesn't even seem to occur to anybody. So. It doesn't. It really doesn't. I don't know. Did you watch any? Huh? I, let me say. Let me say. I think this is why he took a hundred million dollars. I think they knew. You know, which was you know a little low by what most people thought he was going to get or could have gotten. I think he and his agent and everybody else knew he had a bad knee. Because mm-hmm. so. this and is a hunt guaranteed. Yeah, he gets the hunt. He yep. gets a hunt. Yeah, but he's not going to hit any of those bonuses that they had waiting for him. Right. Did you watch any of the Chargers and the Chiefs? Very little. Very little. But I did see the 99-yard pass interception. You don't get to see that every day. No, I did see that, too. The reason I bring it up is, A, I had to have that. Uh, I had to have the CP figure out how to get it on the TV. <laughs> oh yes. And then two, I thought that I can't describe it. I can't put my finger on it, but the filming quality was different. the The quality of the actual viewing experience was a little different. I can't put my finger on it. Was it better? Worse? What the? It heck? wasn't better, and it wasn't terrible. It was just different. Mm-hmm. How was the babbling? Oh, that's what Al's, is that what Al's doing? Al's doing it. Al and Herb Street, yeah. Kirk yeah. Herb Street are doing the broadcast. Oh, wow, that's how that's, so Al, Al's making enough money to Amazon that he could just kind of kick it into semi-retirement and do one game a week. Huh? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, game. though. I watched a, uh, about a, maybe a quarter and a half. Herb Street's really good. I really like him. So is that quarterback for San Diego. The Herbert? Yeah. Yep, he's pretty good, he's too. He's pretty good. Where'd he play? Mm-hmm. In Oregon. Or, Oregon. Oh. He's a duck. Is he a duck? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, he uh, he got that 
I thought he, we might not see much of him after he got steamrolled on that one play. Whew. Right. They, you know, that's a hard job, being a quarterback. Football's that's a hard the, game, Pat. They try to hit you. They try to hit you. And <laughs> if they can figure out how to do it between the chest and the crotch, you know, if they get you low, they're going to get a penalty. They get you high. But if they can, that big little target in the middle there, about that two and a half feet, they can hit you in there. They can make you wince a little. If they can break your ribs, it's okay. I mean, that's yeah, what they're yeah, after. Yeah. yeah, that's right. They're trying to get in there and break a few ribs. It's, uh, that's uh, something. I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't watch a whole lot of that. One reason being, I pretty much forgot they were playing. Right. True. Well, as long as you guys brought up tackling, I didn't want to bring this up, but, you know, I've been coaching, as Pat knows, I've been coaching football now at a very high level. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Jordan 5th and 6th graders are now under my Mm -hmm. watch. And uh, we were having tackling practice last night in which my 10-year-old kind of walked up to his buddy and kind of just pushed him to the ground very gently. And I said, buddy, we're practice tackling. He says, well, Dad, that's my friend. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, I guess we're going to have to overcome that hurdle. You don't tackle friends. Right. (laughs) No, I, I'm worried about Will. I, uh, you know, the little one of yours, he's a, he's a monster. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. But, uh, yep. Will's kind of a quiet guy, and he's skinnier than hell. Yeah. They're not skinnier than hell. Quiet guys don't play football. Nope, they don't. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, he's not going to. This kid ain't going to be taking steroids and greenies and all that stuff. <laughs> He'll get out there and I hope play. Not. The I other mean, one might. The very one, young. He might be. He might do that to get himself some more tackles, but the young one, man, Will, I don't think he's too timid, man. Are you taking like any prep games? Not tonight. I, we got a great one, uh, Lakeville and uh, Eden Prairie, but we'll have that uh, covered uh, pretty well. No, I, I'm doing. I, I had breakfast this morning with the uh, great Gopher volleyball player Paula Gentile, who was their first. Uh, she pronounces the name. It's got a Portuguese. She's from Brazil, and mm-hmm. she's got a Portuguese uh, pronunciation. But she this this position, libero, which was defensive specialist, started in 2002, and the Gophers had the good fortune of having recruited her, and she was a three-time All-American. And she's going in the Gophers Hall of Fame. So I wanted to see what she was up to, if she was doing okay, you know, and talk to her. As a, she's a character. Yeah, she got some kind of a. She was a. Ernst and Young for a while in Angola, by the way. Really? In Angola, yes. They were doing the books for the the military down there, apparently, or something. I wouldn't and, want to do uh, that auditing. No, I, 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 wouldn't want, I wouldn't want to make a mistake. I wouldn't want to make a mistake. <laughs> the, general, the general wanted you to fudge a little bit. Yeah. But, but uh, she's down. So what are you, you know, you're doing all she get, you know, she, she's living in Atlanta now. Yeah, she's got a vice president's job of research at Johnson & Johnson, ah. so she's doing okay. Wasn't that, uh, Pat, wasn't that Barkley's favorite country, Angola? Angola, yes. Yes, when they beat him, when he when they were beating him by 80 in the dream team and he pushed one of them out of the way. And elbow, no, he elbowed the guy. And he was, what are you doing that to Angola for, Joe? He says, bleep Angola. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As the as the dream team made more friends over there. <laughs> <laughs> Bleep oh. and goal. Bleep Golfers in Colorado tomorrow. Yeah, Colorado is terrible. They were uh, they've been outscored, I believe, 
uh, 79 to 23 in their first two games. Uh, TCU, which is okay, and then the Air Force Academy just beat them like a drum last week. So, oh, I, I think that I think we got to go for victory coming up. Here. Pat, somebody emailed that I don't forget the gentleman's name. Or I forget the gentleman's name, but he said, "How did the Gophers get away with having all home games in the non-conference this year?" Uh, well, the two of them are like uh, you know the little sisters and then and then Colorado they were at Colorado last year. Oh that's so right. That's Colorado right. Colorado came here this year. So But the little sisters want they, they they get a payday, right? True. That, yeah. yeah. Well New Mexico State didn't because it was a two for one deal. Oh. The Gophers were down there once. That's an old Maturi disaster deal. But uh uh the uh you know Colorado but they also have five home games this year in the Big Ten too. So they got uh they got a lot of home games. I mean, uh, they got the yeah, they got the extra home game this year in the nine game Big Ten schedule. So they got eight home games this year. All right. So, anyway. I'll talk to you uh, Monday, lad. All right. Sir. If not sooner. All right. Thank you. Uh, I want to remind GLers they can have a great deal of fun going to get GatorMagnetics.com and watching these fabulous mag- magnets at work in your garage or in your house or in the work site. They're a patented technology. It holds up to 25 pounds. They're just little square magnets. And to remove them from whatever surface you apply them to, you just lift up a little plastic panel, off they come. You can rearrange the storage in your garage or in your home. You can get stuff off the floor. They're really a nifty, nifty invention, and they turn most metal surfaces. I've been admonished about that. (laughs) You're not going to get very far trying to attach it to your bricks of gold in the event you have those in the garage. But they turn steel shelves, cabinets, workbenches, toolbox, fire doors, your fridge and your freezer, whatever you got, into a storage space. And if you don't like it, then you just redo it. You redecorate. You keep moving it around until you got this perfect storage place. I think it's a natural. And uh, I really advise you to go to the, the website. They've got some cool videos. And you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. GatorMagnetics.com. Log on to DKMags.com for all your home and self-defense items. Better yet, you know what? Just stop in and visit them. DK Mags are on Old 8 and New Brighton, or even, for that matter, Monticello Pond and Gun. They're a couple of wonderful shops run by GLers for GLers. Best little gun shop in town, if you ask me. They offer everything you need in the way of self-defense or sport shooting, hunting, you name it, DK Mags and Monticello Pond and Gun, best source of everything and knowledgeable service. I'm talking no snobbery here. The uh, folks that work at DK Mags in New Brighton or Monticello Pond and Gun, they're on 25 just south of 94 in Monticello. These folks are the best. And 5% off firearms and accessories if you're a law enforcement officer or a first responder or a vet. Doesn't matter. DK Mags will help you out there. DKMags.com in New Brighton or Monticello Pawn and Gun. Wonderful shops for GLers, run by GLers. Good luck. Scramble! 
Kenny, are, are you familiar with what's called the Aberfan disaster? No. What is that? That was the uh, eruption of a mountain in Wales, and the Queen says it's her biggest regret of her reign when she waited eight days before uh, visiting the village, which was inundated with mud and rocks and stuff. I think it was about 1966. Why did you not ask me if I was familiar? Are you? No. Okay. Uh, I I have some Queen news closer to home. I have a a nice email from Sarah who writes, "Uh, I thought you'd enjoy reading this endearing story of the Queen and her special bond with a woman from North Dakota. I, too, will miss her, always pushing back Sarah from Fargo, North Dakota. And I printed it, uh, but I'm going to uh, make make the admission that it printed so lightly. Could you corroborate that? Wow. That I don't think I can read the damn thing. <laughs> it's always something with uh, the printer, isn't it? It's always something. Park. It's like an eye test. Uh the Queen was born in 1926. So was Park Rivers Adele Hankey. I was born the same as Queen Elizabeth, she said. When the Queen was crowned, Adele wrote her a letter. The Queen sent back a birthday card. How do you like that? Uh, handwritten letters between Adele and the Queen became a birthday tradition. We had a teacher in school who said... Make make your F's long and your E's little. Buckle up, jailers. This ought to be fun. So we did. <laughs> and uh, it goes on like that to point out they had a nice pen pal relationship. Oh, right there in... Uh, well, that's kind of neat. Right there in North Dakota. Tell me more. Well, it says here, uh, while I miss my pen pal, said Hanky. Another what? Yep. another tie she has to the Queen is her cabin up in the Sioux Narrows, Ontario. That's because Canada is still linked to the British royal family. In the meantime, Adele's most Adele's mostly enjoying the time she spends with her family home at her at her home in North Dakota. I wouldn't give this up. It's like you're just learning to read. For all the tea and chai. I'm just watching him struggle through the light print of the Got uh, you reading and writing, story. don't you, down? Yeah. <laughs> Boy, they this that this was a reach. Uh, who you Make did it this? through third grade there, this uh, was, sport? Uh, what news site is this? Because this is... Uh, Give us the entire address. I, I, can't, I can't find it. Dot uh, tiny URL. Uh, doesn't tell me who this uh, news site is. But thank you, Sarah. I still liked it. <laughs> I just couldn't read it. Bit of That's breaking all. news in terms of your opening topic today, sir, or one of your opening topics. Uh-huh. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot has now demanded federal support to protect her city from the influx of illegal immigrants. Well, Quote, that hypocrite uh, created a sanctuary city. Quote, we need federal support, resources, communication, and collaboration that, and that, has to come in short order. You know, McDonald's moved their corporate offices to downtown Chicago, and their CEO, who's got a funny Polish name I can't pronounce, <laughs> he gave a uh, speech to the Economic Club of Chicago. There was an editorial about it in the Wall Street Journal today, and he is flat out saying, look, McDonald's is worth about 2 to $3 billion to this city, 
And this city is in such social disrepair and so crime-ridden that it is, is not going to make it. It's just not going to make wow. it. Wow. We can't run restaurants in these conditions. Wow. I mean, and, and uh, he's got a rapt audience paying attention to that, the Economic Club of Chicago. But what, what will change? Because as long as a, someone like Lori Lightfoot is in charge, this isn't going to get any better. Well, I see no hope. Uh, I hate to be pessimistic on a, a glorious uh, Friday, pre-autumn Friday. It's still summer. You had a quote from someone in the know, or maybe just someone you know, about the state of Chicago in which if they lose, what was it, if they lose the north side? What was that quote you had? I don't, you, I don't recall the quote. It was, I think, someone that had just visited, or maybe you had been in there, that says, you know, what, once if the game. No, if they lose the north side, it's over. It's turning into. You said it was a foreign. It would turn into right. a foreign country. It's not a. Uh, but the, if if the left is going to continue to rule the tallest buildings in the country, we're we're doomed because the left. These are not intelligent people. These are not competent people. These are not people who've ever worked at anything meaningful. These are not people, for the most part, who even have children, oh, which just, I think is, keeps getting underplayed. Most of the uh, euphorians who wish you to live in rental properties and not drive a car and on and on and on, they don't have families. Mm. It seems to me like they hate families. Yeah, they don't, don't like kids. Just, just well, it's like you've well, always Mysterians said, don't like people. They've, they've never took into consideration the mom with three kids driving to soccer practice. Yeah, you got you to do that. Mm-hmm. Say only because they come to us all the way from Marloth Park in Umpumalanga, South Africa, from the Traveling Lymans at WorldwideWaftage.com. It was on this day in 1885. Joe, today is Friday, September 16th. That Uh-oh. McAllister College opened its St. Paul campus. Hmm. Originally known as Baldwin School, it had been renamed for Charles McAllister, owner of the Winslow House, a hotel in Minneapolis where classes were first held McAllister agreed to donate the hotel to the college in 1874, and with few exceptions, they've been grinding out meaningless degrees ever since. <laughs> <laughs> On this day in 19... Well, they're a leading failed academy, along with most of them in the Twin Cities. Yeah. On this day in 1928, at the... I don't know why this made this day in history. This seems rather benign. At the grand opening of a co-op in Mississippi... Mississippi, Minnesota, 45 gallons of Red Star coffee and 85 dozen biscuits were consumed. Where the heck is Mississippi? Isn't that something? It is. That really doesn't seem like it was worth noting. (laughs) And on this day in 1995, Henry Boucher was inducted into the U.S. Hockey Hall of Fame. Nice. Henry is an Ojibwe man born uh, born in War Road on January 1, 1951. He had been a star player on the U.S. Olympic team and had played professional hockey for the Red Wings and the North Stars. After an eye injury forced him to retire, he served as coordinator of the War Road Public Schools Indian Education Department, and I consider him a pal, Mm. Henry Boucher. And you have to tell the listener. Charles Boucher. How did he learn how to skate fast? Well, he'd skate on the river. Yep. And when the river cracked... He went faster. <laughs> I love that. Back to shore. Mm-hmm. Thank you, GLers. Have a glorious weekend. Mm-hmm. GLers, do us a favor and hit the subscribe button on the old Garage Logic YouTube page, if you wouldn't mind, because on that page, we are posting daily content for your amusement. And you can also see us on all of the social media channels, which include Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 
Download that Pod MN app if you haven't done so already. And don't forget to sign up for the Garage Logic newsletter with news coming very soon and why you should subscribe if you haven't done so already. Please, garagelogic.com. It just takes a couple of seconds. And bing, bang, boom, you're in. Have a good weekend.